Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show. No one has now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football. I can't stop sweating. It's just the way that it goes when it's the hardest summer. But we hope that you stay hot with us here tonight on Nuanas Now. Welcome in. I'm Coulter Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide Television, SWX Montana TV. Thanks so much for spending some time with us on a Tuesday. we got a lot to get to today. It's a standard Tuesday in the fact that we do have free Tagliari Deli for you. Tommy and I already crushed our sandwiches. We were hungry. We needed our lunch, so we're not going to show them off to you like we do a lot of times, uh, but we do have free tagliere for you. We'll give you the reviews of the sandwiches that we ate. I got the cure. Man, it was good. That sharp white cheddar, about as good as it gets, and Tommy got the kiss, so we'll give you some of that. We'll give you, give you a chance to go over there and get yourself a sandwich as well. Also on Tuesdays, we usually do Treasure State Stars, highlighting five of the best performances from amateur athletics across the great state of Montana. So we'll get to that here about 4.45. But before we do any of that, a couple other things to get to. Jeff Safford will join us at 4.30. He's the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. The Paddleheads continue to roll. It seems like their kryptonite or their, their sort of arch rival right now is the Idaho Falls Chuckers. No matter who they play, besides the Chuckers, they roll them. When they play the Chuckers, it's kind of like a split. But that's probably a good thing as we head in the postseason. So Jeff will swing by about 4.30. 
to give us all the ins and outs, all the details of Missoula's minor league baseball team. 5.30, got a new quarterback coming on the show, Jordan Reed. He's the first quarterback recruit for Brent Vegan, the new head coach at Montana State. So he'll join us about 5.30 to talk all the ins and outs of his commitment to the Montana State Bobcats. I think that any time a quarterback recruit uh, is signed and uh, commits, I guess he's not signed yet, but when he commits with the intention to sign, it's always a big story because quarterback is the most visible position in football, to be sure. But also, this one's impactful because Brent Vegan comes to Montana State. His number one selling point as the new head coach, his quarterback acumen. He's coached and re- he's recruited and coached guys like Carson Wentz, Easton Stick at North Dakota State, as well as Josh Allen at Wyoming. He likes big, strong, tall, uh, rocket arm quarterbacks. And Jordan Reed's about 6'6", so he at least fits that prototype. His film looks good to me, but <laughs> this day and age with the internet and huddle and everything, man, everybody's film looks good to me. So uh, we're going to learn a bit, little bit more about this kid about 5.30 as well. But we start the show today, which, by the way, ESPN Missoula now proudly sponsored by Northwest Motorsport. This is Nuanas now from the Northwest Motorsport studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula. Located on the corner of Mount and Stevens, they have the biggest inventory in the entire Pacific Northwest. I got to tell you, I had a moment of feeling like a little kid and a pretty proud little kid today because Jay Buhner, the bone, longtime slugger for the Seattle Mariners, he's in the Mariners Hall of Fame, a fan favorite, one of the most popular baseball players in the Northwest uh, when I was a kid coming up in the 90s and early 2000s. He has been the spokesperson for Northwest Motorsport uh, for, for as long as I can remember. And when I was living in Washington, man, there's a commercial for Northwest Motorsport and all their great inventory and all their trucks. Every single commercial break during Seattle Mariners games. And when you were a sports writer in Washington, like I was, I was a sports editor of the Ellensburg Daily Record. The Mariners basically control my life because the last thing you put in the paper every night during baseball season is the Mariners game. So I, I was watching the Mariners always. So I saw those commercials forever. Well, Now that Northwest Motorsport is a proud sponsor of us and our radio studio here at ESPN Missoula, Jay Buhner cut us a little promo. So I got that in my email today, and I was feeling pretty cool, man. I never thought I'd have Jay Buhner saying my name in a radio liner. Uh, Pretty awesome. So we appreciate Northwest Motorsport for being a part of it. I also teased yesterday during the show some big news on our behalf here at ESPN Missoula. And uh, I expressed my sentiment a little bit yesterday, but I'll continue to express that sentiment today. I have made a life out of covering the news, and the news generally centers upon people. Thank you so much, Liz. You are the greatest. Someday the camera is going to get to see you, especially when you're wearing your nice summer outfits. Liz is the best. She's our uh, office manager here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. When you're wondering what she's handing me, I'm strange. I like it, the outline to be printed out. I know I have it on my computer right here, but it's just a lot easier for me to see this here. So uh, regardless, so big news from our side of things, which we'll get to in here in about 10 minutes, but I've made my life out of covering the news, and the news usually is about people, particularly in sports. And when people ask me what I do for a living, broadly, I always tell them I'm a sports writer and a sports radio broadcaster. But more than anything, it's the human element that I really enjoy. The analysis of humans. I think sports reveals character. I think character is one of the most fascinating elements of being a human to analyze. It's part of our humanity. I have always loved telling stories, particularly the stories of other people. I've always had a really hard time telling the story of me. 
Um, people ask me, I'll tell you, but I don't really ever go out of my way to tell the story of myself. And I particularly have a hard time sharing news about myself. But we do have some news to share uh, here at Nuanas Now, which is pretty cool. You might have already seen it on social media, so sorry for the spoiler alert. But we're going to get to some of that here as well. But we start off, first and foremost, with the kid I keep telling you. And I don't think I can tell you he's the best athlete you don't know anymore. Because if you don't know, it's just because you're not listening. Because I keep telling you about this kid. This guy is a phenom. Duncan Hamilton from Montana State just continues to kick down barriers. What an amazing performance last night. He is running at the United States Olympic track and field trials in Eugene, Oregon. This kid went from a Big Sky Championship in Ogden about a month ago, which was one of the most impressive races I've seen at that event, to then sprinting his way to an All-American finish uh, at the National NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships, which then broke a, a school record. He finished fifth in that race to then qualifying for the U.S. Olympic trials, to then last night in the fi- in the semifinals, excuse me, for the United States Olympic track and field trials, running an 8 minute and 25.7 seconds in the 3,000 meter men's steeplechase. That shatters Montana State's school record by a full 6 seconds and qualifies him for the finals. So this kid, he's a sophomore in college, and he is a Bozeman, Montana native. He's one step away from Tokyo. This kid is one step away from me on the U.S. Olympic team. He keeps shaving time off this school record, and it is just an unbelievable display. I can't believe how impressed I am with him. I can't believe how amazing his upward trajectory is and the fact that he has several more years at the collegiate level. We are watching right now, basically, a national championship caliber athlete who also is a true bona fide Olympic hopeful from right here in the state of Montana and a Montana State runner. So what a performance by Duncan Hamilton, and uh, kudos to him. We haven't bothered him while he's been uh, on this national escapade because he was at the NCAA Outdoor Championships and then uh, at the U.S. Olympic Trials. Uh, He's been on the show three times leading up to all that. Basically, we're saving to reach out to him for an interview until uh, he's done with this entire whirlwind. I don't want to distract him. I think that uh, he obviously has bigger things on his mind. But if you want to check it out, 529 Friday night will be the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase final. So um, a lot to look forward to for Duncan Hamilton, but he is knocking on the door of Tokyo. Very impressive. Also last night, Danny Aragon, who's a building senior product and a senior at Stanford, she ran what was perhaps her last race. Maybe she continues pro uh, professionally like her older sister Christina has done. But either way, she finished eighth in the uh, women's 1,500 meters at the Olympic trials. So uh, a respectable, to be sure, at least respectable finish for Danny Aragon as well. U.S. Olympic trials in Eugene, off both tonight and tomorrow, but back at it on Thursday. You can find all the action on the NBC Sports Network, but also just on your standard NBC as well. A couple more Montanans remaining uh, in the U.S. Olympic trials. Sadie Henderson, whose uh, Corvallis product has recently ran at Boise State, She'll compete in the women's 800 meters on Thursday, as will Drake Schneider, another Montana State athlete. He'll compete in the men's 400-meter hurdles. Grayson Murphy, who hails from Bozeman but runs at the University of Utah, she will compete in the women's steeplechase final on Thursday night. On Friday, Carly Von Heater, who's from right up the road from us here in Missoula, from Plains, she'll compete in the women's javelin at 2 p.m. on Friday. And then Saturday, McKenna Morley, one of the great athletes to come out of the state of Montana from Big Fork, 
most recently ran at Colorado. She will compete in the women's 10,000 meters. That's on Saturday at 7.44 p.m. So very cool for all of these Montana athletes. Before we get to this big announcement, or I guess it's not a big announcement, it's just an impactful one. It's something we're proud of here and uh, took a lot of work to, to get it done. But before we do that, Tommy, are you here? Oh, yeah, you are here. Tommy, I have a question for you. So th- I've been waiting for you to be back to ask uh, to ask you this. Here I am. So this is completely off the beaten path, but the you, so you're familiar with fantasy football, yes? Uh, I'm familiar with the phrase fantasy football. <laughs> okay, and 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 it's usually adjoined with uh, seething anger and rage and lost money. That's about as much as I know. That the, you you nailed it. It's just like golf: seething anger, rage, and lost money. That's exactly right. Uh, well, regardless, a lot of fantasy football leagues have a prize for the winner, but also a punishment for the loser. I thought of you when I heard of this. What, as being there, a loser? There was a league in somewhere in this country, I believe it's somewhere in the South, where the loser had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. The only way you could shave time off of your captivity in said Waffle House was to eat a waffle. If you ate a waffle... You got an hour off your time. What well, is the problem with eating waffles? This is why I thought of you, because I was thinking to myself, so this guy ate nine waffles, so he only had to stay at the Waffle House for 15 hours. I was thinking about you, though, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that you would have only had to stay there for like two because you oh, just would have ate like 22 thanks. waffles. Coulter, I'm, I'm, I'm confused by this. <laughs> what? what are you saying about me? Oh, that you're an epic waffle eater. That's what I'm saying about you. I saw you eat the Eiffel Tower of waffles in Vegas. Now, let me tell you something about <laughs> chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles is No good. wall or army will stand between me and good chicken and waffles. <laughs> Furthermore, if I am forced to consume some waffles to, uh, to you know, do something, I don't know. I mean, extending my time in the Waffle House wouldn't be so bad. You know, what if I had a, a waffle so I shaved off enough time so I could go help you out and turn your radio board on? But what if I did an ancillary thing like eat an omelet, for example, or French toast? Seems to me like I'm getting more bang for my buck if I'm mixing up my menu options. <laughs> That's exactly true. And maybe maybe saving uh, your heart as well. Uh, regardless, I just thought that was funny and it just it made me think of you. Did you get now okay, but there's but there are so many levels here that we have to discuss. Are there condiments? Like can I yes. slather it with butter yep. and yep. maple syrup? Or yep. do you have to eat just a, a no, no, straight no, no, Belgian no, no, waffle? No. Any any sort of waffle, no matter how you want, gets you an hour off your, your captivity at the waffle house. But but how is captivity at the waffle house a bad thing? I think you would think that until you're there for 24 hours straight. Is it bottomless coffee? You're not. It is bottomless coffee. I think. I think there was other caveats though too. No uh, cell phone, computer, or entertainment. This literally sounds like my dream vacation. <laughs> like I take time off to leave my phone home and sit somewhere and just indulge at like probably unhealthy lengths of time. So we should find this fantasy league because you would, you would for sure get last place as someone that doesn't know anything about <laughs> fantasy football. And then maybe you can be the guy in the Waffle House. Colter, truth forward. is stranger than fiction. And I just might sweep this fantasy league. <laughs> That's actually true too. You know, that would be exactly how it would work. You would yeah. go beat all the guys that play fantasy football professionally. And, and just... then I'd be pissed because I wouldn't get any waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Nuana is now on a 290 ESPN Missoula, broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport in Missoula, the corner of Stevens and Mount. They have no question the largest inventory of trucks anywhere 
in the Northwest. Trucks, trucks, and more trucks. That's what they say, and they ain't lying. Northwest Motorsport, proud sponsor of the Nuanez Now Studio. As, as I was teasing earlier, I have a little bit of a hard time conveying news about myself because I've conveyed news about all of the other people in this great community and this great state for so long. And um, I always like to let my work speak for itself. I'm not a big social media guy when it comes to my own personal uh, promotion of myself. I do use social media incredibly frequently to, to distribute all of our works, whether it's SkylineSportsMT.com or here at ESPN Missoula. But each year, uh, there's a Radio and Television Broadcasters Awards called the E.B. Craney Awards. And if you look along the, the lines here, we have accumulated several different uh, E.B. Craney Awards here uh, between the uh, different iterations of this show, whether that was uh, Tuesdays with Tutel or Tutel and Tucker or Tutel and Nuanas and now Nuanas now. And so uh, it's been really fun to be a part of that. The one category that is available at the E.B. Craney Awards that I uh, – Go after really hard is radio sports coverage of the year because I have been a print journalist here for about 16 years now. So I think that uh, we lead the way at SkylineSportsMT.com and covering the Big Sky Conference and covering news as a whole. And so I like to uh, really put that proof to the pudding and and try to win that award. So we have won that award uh, four times in my five years here uh, at ESPN Missoula. But also, I was very humbled and honored, and we won it again this year, which is a good thing, and I was very happy about that. It was a good affirmation of what has been a very, very hard year that was uh, largely absent of sports. And so I think that I hope that everybody out there enjoyed all of our radio coverage throughout this last year, uh, and particularly Ryan Tutel, who brought me into radio and was a huge contributor this last year until passing the reins off to me solo. So I'm very happy to win radio sports coverage of the year for the second year in a row. But I was also very humbled to win uh, radio sportscaster of the year. I um, I don't have a background in this. I, I basically just came in here as Ryan Tutel's uh, muse, so to speak, or I guess he was my muse, rather, would probably be the more accurate way of saying it. But uh, I was just the, the beat writer with a bunch of stats in my head, and, and he would direct me, and I had no polish and no real... Uh, radio acumen when this whole thing first started. Um, but we've worked really hard around here and the support that I get here has been phenomenal, pretty much second to none. Um, there's not a lot of, of media entities that are fully invested in sports coverage in Montana, which in itself has always been very uh, disappointing to me. But I do think that this year was an incredibly trying one, but also uh, incredibly rewarding one. We really made it a strong effort between March of 2020 through uh right now as we sit here today to make this show about all the positive things in the world and sports are inherently positive the young people in our communities are incredibly inspiring and i know that there's this narrative that sports provide a distraction but i actually think that sports mirror life and i think that's why they're important and i think that that's why we wanted to do what we do around here and so i hope everybody enjoyed all of that so today in the show uh, here in about a couple seconds I'm going to play my reel from Radio Sports Coverage of the Year. And then at the top of the hour, we're going to play the reel from Radio Sports Broadcaster of the Year. And this is only to, to say thank you to everybody that participated in it. This is not about me. This is about you, the community at large, and especially all the great coaches and athletes, uh, the media relations people, especially at the collegiate level, but also all the great high school coaches and mentors and all the kids in the community because that's my favorite part about doing it, man. We're doing our Senior Spotlight series again for the second straight summer and uh, I just can't tell you how impressed I am with the young people in in 
all of the communities of Montana. To be able to come in and do a live radio show with little to no nerves, with somebody that you've probably only met a couple times, let alone maybe not even met at all, it's amazing. I don't really know how many people that are of my age or older that could have done that when they were 17 years old, myself included. And uh, so I think that that's the most rewarding part is, is getting to see the young people and getting to see how bright they are, how inspiring they are. And it gives me a lot of satisfaction, but also a lot of optimism about the future as it were. So uh, we will share all of our coverage, uh, basically more than anything, as a thank you to everybody else that participated. Because as you know, this is a talk show, but it's mostly an interview show. I like to interview people. I like to learn about them and what makes them tick and what makes us all human. And I couldn't have done any of the sports coverage or any of the radio broadcasting as it were without the help of all the great people around the state of Montana. So please enjoy our reel from Tutela Nuanas 2020 for the EB Craney Awards radio sports coverage of the year. Happy to bring you a conversation that we had with Don Wetzel Sr., former University of Montana men's basketball player from the late 60s and early 70s, and also his son, Ryan Wetzel, great basketball player in his own right. And it is a conversation about the playing days of Don Sr., both as a high schooler, some great stories from him in Cutbank and on the Blackfeet Reservation, and then also as a member of the University of Montana men's basketball team, and also their relationship to Walter Blackie Wetzel, who is the grandfather of of Ryan, the father of Don, and was a, uh, a representative, a dignitary from the Blackfeet Nation to uh, the United States government for uh, many years, and also had a direct influence with the logo that the Washington football team ended up using and has now chosen to replace and move on from. There's uh, another topic of conversation here that we need to get to, and that is uh, what has gone on recently here with the, the now Washington football team and the icon that they have had for years now, which is not just an icon from or a logo from the Blackfeet Indian tribe, but actually from your family, your paternal lineage, Ryan and Don. And Don, I know that this has been something that has been uh, near and dear to your heart, that this has been something has been a source, I think, of great pride and also of of, of consternation at times as well. And for us on the outside, we don't really know all the insight of what's going on and how things have progressed, both with the logo in the first place, how it came to be, and now with its removal and what that has been. And you guys know this firsthand. Tell us about this story and, and how this logo came to be part of the NFL and the, and the, uh, the Washington franchise. The story's already been kind of reiterated out there and told in, in various dynamics, but the important thing is to know is the prestige and the level of knowledge and gratitude of my grandpa Walter Blackie Wetzel. He was so charming, charismatic, and he just had a, a vision. He was a visionary. And back in that time, a lot of people didn't know American Indians as citizens were really considered even right. in that time. And it was a challenge for Indian people to be recognized. And for grandpa, his whole push was to help Indian country. He was a bridge builder. For him to step in the scene and do what he did politically, climbing the ladder so quick, becoming friends of Robert Kennedy. We're talking friends of John F. Kennedy, our president. We got pictures hanging in our houses of him and hanging out with Lyndon Johnson. Even going farther back, he was a three-sport standout at the University of Montana. Grew up right there in Browning, Montana. Tough life. But to climb the ladder and be where he's at, to finding this profile of this Indian saying to the Redskins organization, this is what I'd like you to put on that helmet instead of this R. 
if you could put this on here, this profile of a, a warrior, that is what I would like to see done if you're representing my people. Former head coach at Montana State, Brian Fish, and now a guy that's got to experience sitting basically front row for the development of the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. First of all, Fish, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for being with us. How you been, man? Oh, thanks for having me on, Culture. You guys, I really appreciate it. I was a big fan of the show and how hard you guys work to make that show go. I've always impressed. It's nice to be back and get to say hi to a lot of people in Montana. I miss them. They were so good to my wife and I, and it's good to be on the show. You get a job at the University of Georgia on Tom Crean's staff, and then you guys land one of the top prospects in quite some time to come through the University of Georgia in Anthony Edwards, and then he becomes the number one overall pick. So just take us through what this last year has been like overall. From what I'm being told, the first ever, Dominique went third. It's the first number one pick of any sport at University of Georgia, and with the long history of athletics in this one, that's the truth and the information I'm getting. That's unbelievable. But I think that men's basketball, whether you're talking about Division One college or the NBA, the sector of our society where I think the analysis of the overlay is going to be the most important because the only place where African-Americans are the vast majority is in men's basketball. I, I believe that close to 80% of the NBA is black, and I believe that uh, I think about three out of four Division One men's college basketball players are African-American as well. Dealing with the stress and strife of what's going on in the world today, while also trying to manage being, in this case, with the Grizz men's basketball team, a student-athlete who has classroom responsibilities as well as athletic responsibilities, uh, I think that a lot of these men have a lot more weight on their shoulders than uh, maybe anybody else in America today, including Travis Takir, who he himself then has an enormous weight because he is the leader of young men, but also one of the very few African-American head coaches on the West Coast, period. And so I think that his almost requirement, but also willingness to be spokesman at this point in time, but also just be such a phenomenal leader like he always has been. Mm -hmm. I think that this is his chance to truly shine and give us great advice. And as we've talked about, all we want to do is listen and learn. And I can't think of anybody better to listen and learn from than Coach DeCure. What responsibility do you think is incumbent upon yourself as a coach and coaches in general across sports to have something to say about this, especially when sports is the most visible integration of races, I think, that we have in this country problem. It's like we're walking around with a microphone attached to us. Once you become a head coach, once you put yourself in, in a leadership position, you constantly have a microphone on you. Silence sometimes is a negative. Whether you say something or you don't say something, you're making a statement, right? And I just have always believed that the guys that have had the courage to share their opinion on such a fragile topic have a more meaningful impact on others. And those that don't lose opportunities to create a level of respect and trust in those that they're working with. You're currently listening to Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. For the year of 2020, Tutela Nuanez was named Best Sports Coverage of the Year via the EB Craney Awards, our fourth such award over the last five years, including our second straight. Ryan Tutel and myself try to cover sports around the great state of Montana on a comprehensive level. This is the real submitted to the EB Craney Awards to help Tutel Nuanez and ESPN Missoula win our second consecutive sports coverage of the year for radio via the EB Craney Awards. Thank you so much for listening.
Jeff Choate, head coach of the Montana State Bobcat, had a press conference today, I guess I should say, earlier this afternoon. Talked about a number of things, but led off with what is on everybody's mind. The, the, the backdrop of anything that happens in the country right now is with either the narrative directly about it or in the background and overarching it, the protests that are happening across the country in the response to killing of George Lloyd. And then the greater conversation that this is uncorked and open, wide open, which is, I think, a very good thing. These these conversations and then actions in order to create systems and, and modes of equality are absolutely necessary in this country. And also, though, it's creating great unrest in places, and especially when you talk about a football team that has guys from all over the country, all different racial backgrounds, all different uh, socioeconomic backgrounds, uh, and, and it brings them all together. And that's, again, one of the things that we really love about it. He addressed that and answered several questions regarding that as well in his press conference here today. Here you go. Jeff Choate, head coach of the Montana State Bobcat football team. I'm not viewing this as a statement. This is me really just talking about what's going on in our society. Right now is a time for us, and especially us, as I look at this screen right now, us who are not people of color, to listen and learn and not be reactionary, not put something out there on Twitter or, you know, have a huge comment about what's going on in greater society. A guy like me who was born in McCall, Idaho, and grew up in a town of less than 100 people before we moved to Montana, a guy like you who grew up in St. Mary's, these are not diverse places, but because of sports, you and I and so many other people have been around people of all sorts of different backgrounds and races and ethnicities. So what do you think of the role sports can play this time being sort of an example of the melting pot that we can have, where you can have family that is from completely different sectors of life? It would be a really healing part of this process, and it is a part of the process. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, this is a, this is a systemic issue, and it's not just about race. It's about socioeconomic class. It's about politics. I mean, there's so many divergent ways that we can go through this. Um, but I can have a guy like Denver Crone, who lives on a ranch outside of Shoto, Montana, respect, love, and care for his brother in the locker room, Tyrell Thomas from Compton, California. That does not happen anywhere else. And I tell our kids this all the time. The reason that we have an obligation to talk about two things in our lot, in our, in our program, because I can't fix everything and nobody can, but the two things that I can control that I have to talk about with our young men, number one is how you treat women. That's, that's the first thing, you know, make sure they understand that sexual assault has no place in, in our campus community and how this can affect the victims as well as the, the, the alleged perpetrators in our tremendously negative way for the rest of their lives. And number two is race relations because the most diverse group of young men in, in the entire state of Montana sit right underneath me in our locker room. And if we're going to be great between the white lines, it starts with trust, respect, mutual understanding. Those are the things that we have to focus on. And when we talk about building culture, that's a part of our culture. Inclusiveness, respect, having those dialogues about what your experience is like. One man of character can change a team. One team of character can change a university. One university of character can change a community. One community of character can change a state. That's how it starts. This isn't about looking up at the 30,000 square foot view and saying, we're going to solve all these problems. Let's just look in the mirror and ask, am I being a person of integrity? Am I treating other people with dignity and respect? Am I going reaching across the line and saying, hey, tell me about your experience. Help me understand what you experience." And that's what this dialogue needs to be. And it needs to start in our locker room. And uh, and that's what we're focused on and nothing more. You're currently listening to Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. For the year of 2020, Tutela Nuanez was named 
Best Sports Coverage of the Year via the EB Craney Awards, our fourth such award over the last five years, including our second straight. Ryan Tutel and myself try to cover sports around the great state of Montana on a comprehensive level. This is the real submitted to the EB Craney Awards to help Tutel Nuanez and ESPN Missoula win our second consecutive Sports Coverage of the Year for radio via the EB Craney Awards. Thank you so much for listening. Well, welcome to the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. And we are very happy to be joined by uh, one of the great University of Montana men's basketball players, a three-time all-conference player, a two-time Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year, and who's played professionally for years since graduating the University of Montana in 2013 and played in the NBA for a, uh, for a little while as well. Will Cherry joining us. Will, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Thank you for having me, man. I'm great, man. It couldn't be better. Well, there was a major rating spike for Cleveland Cavaliers basketball for a brief period in time when Will Cherry <laughs> walked on and was uh, was given the nod and came on to the Cavs team back in 2014. What was that experience like? First of all, how did it come about that you got that call and, uh, and they brought you in? And then to show up and LeBron James, this is like you know a championship type of basketball team that all of a sudden you're you're on in the league. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was it was it was crazy, man, because. You, you have to go back even before then when I was with Toronto. When I got released from Toronto, I was, I was heartbroken. Like, that was my first time ever being cut from a team, like, ever in my life. Just like, dang, like, what's, what's going to happen next? And so as I'm driving, as the driver is taking me to the to the airport, my agent calls me and he says, hey, you're going to Cleveland. And I was like, there's no way. Like, bro, stop playing with me. He was like, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm dead serious. Like, you're going to Cleveland. So, like, when you go home, you'll go home for a couple of days, and then you're going to leave. I think it was, like, that Wednesday or Thursday. And so he was like, yeah, just keep it under wraps for now because um, it's not official. You know, they're going to release. At the time, it was A.J. Price. They're going, they're going to release him. Um, but, you know, I can't get out. So I was like, all right. And so <laughs> I get to Cleveland, and, like, my first, my first practice, my first practice, LeBron walks in. I'm, already, I'm a rookie, so I'm there earlier than everybody else. I'm lifting weights and stuff. He goes word for word verbatim. He goes, Will motherfucking Cherry. And, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I, I look, I slap his head like, what's up? I'm like, what's up, bro? But like, in my head, I'm like, this dude, like, this dude knows who I am. Like, that, that lets me know, like, this dude is like a basketball junkie because I had, I had one off that entire summer. And um, it was no way that nobody could see it. It couldn't be missed. But I didn't think LeBron would, you know, be watching Summer League. I thought he would be on, like, a, you know, a, a China tour or something for Nike or something like that. But when he said that, I was like, this dude knows my name. And I was just like, man. You're currently listening to Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. For the year of 2020, Tutel Nuanez was named Best sports coverage of the year via the EB Craney Awards, our fourth such award over the last five years, including our second straight. Ryan Tutel and myself try to cover sports around the great state of Montana on a comprehensive level. This is the real submitted to the EB Craney Awards to help Tutel Nuanez and ESPN Missoula win our second consecutive sports coverage of the year for radio via the EB Craney Awards. Thank you so much for listening. It is time for our Senior Spotlight. It is brought to us by Mike Nugent at Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate and Blaine McElmary of McElmary Homes. We are happy now to have in studio with us Triple Jump 
star, among other things, long jumper, all-around great track athlete, and yes, valedictorian, but only technically, at Sentinel High School, headed to the University of Washington, Lauren Hagan. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We are outstanding. We appreciate very much the fact that you came in here today and uh, are hanging out with us. You have been one of the great track athletes in the state of Montana. You hold the record in the triple jump. You did this as a freshman through junior. Right. You're pumped up. You're ready to go. You're going to be a senior. You're going to run the table, do the thing, and then this whole thing happens. The season's canceled and all of that. I know it was very disappointing, but when you started to sort of work through that and look back on it, how just uh, uh, obviously satisfied and and uh, happy are you with what you were able to accomplish as a uh, you know in track and field through your high school career? Oh gosh, well I'm I mean I'm beyond proud to be able to um, say that I've accomplished the things that I have. Um, obviously, my season was not as it should have been this year, but I am grateful that I've had the opportunity to compete with Sentinel for the last three years because I've made some, I mean, unforgettable memories, and obviously they've gotten to me, gotten me to where I am today, which is something to be very grateful for. It's the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, a new film out about Lady Grizz basketball, the house that Rob built. Megan Harrington and Robin Selvig joining us in studio. This is my impression, having grown up in this town, having gone to far more Lady Grizz games than men Grizz games as a child growing up. This program was always about the basketball and never about the coach, even though people sometimes wanted to make it about the coach at times. And you have, seems to me, always sort of tried to sidestep a lot of that, which I think is to your credit. And now here it is sort of spotlight on you again in this. And yet the program, the years, the people, it's obviously so much bigger than just one person and all the networking. Do you appreciate that? That kind of runs through you in a certain way, but yet it has always been and grown into something that's been so big and impactful to so many people, to the players, the fans, the city, the region, the sport, the gender, all of that. Well, no question. That's one thing about this film. I don't look at it as being a film about me. I, I really don't. There's, there's a story being told here about the growth of women's sports, about opportunities for women, about opportunities for Native American women, uh, the, the struggle from the early days when I first started and there weren't scholarships and NCAA didn't sponsor and we were AIAW. And, and so it's a story that a lot of people that were in this from the beginning can relate to. And there's tremendous pioneers in women's basketball. I don't put myself in necessarily in that category, the Pat Ed Summits and the Jody Conrads and the ones that battled from the start. But just to be a part of the growth of, of women's sports and women's basketball here it was a pretty rewarding experience. I had three sisters, a, a couple that got opportunities to play sports, one that I think only got one year in high school maybe to play sports. There was no sports for them. That's not that long ago. I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> With Robin Selvig. Thanks so much for all those awesome guests for joining us here on Nuanez Now. It is a great honor to receive radio sports coverage of the year from the EB Craney Awards. We'll play you a little bit of my reel from radio broadcaster of the year at the top of the hour. But right now, we're going to take a break. Jeff Safford is here, our main guy from the Missoula Paddleheads. He is the voice of the Paddleheads. He will join us to get us an update on the most recent six game road trip for Missoula, including a little bit of controversy, but also a piece of great news, and we got tickets for you. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. 
There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What if we just uh, went Dave Matthews Band all the time, Tommy? We could do it, but I'd quit the show. <laughs> I think we should make a new segment. It's called the Bulletin Board of All the Things That's Going to Someday Make Tommy Quit This Show. <laughs> it's got to be at least 25 miles long. I, I'm sorry, Tommy. You're just so fun to tease. Thank you so much to everybody out there for listening to all of our uh, just ridiculous conversations. It makes me feel uh, good to know that all of you guys agree with Tommy that the Beatles are the greatest band of all time, and I am just utterly wrong about everything, but it's part of the shtick, you know? What do you do? I have faith in the listeners, not in you, Colton. Well, that's good. That's I, I've always been me against the world. It's what keeps you motivated. Snuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Thanks so much for kicking it with us on your Tuesday. Hope you're staying cool. Man, I was sweating earlier, but I'm I'm easing in now. Tommy, praise to you for getting the air conditioning fixed. Appreciate that. We are broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Really happy to have Northwest Motorsport on board with us. They have the largest inventory of trucks in the entire Pacific Northwest, located at the corner of Mount and Stevens in Missoula. Go check them out today. Jeff Safford joining me in studio. He's the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. Paddleheads back from a six-game road trip. Like we keep telling you, it's easy. It's the easiest schedule in sports to figure out. If it's not Tuesday, they're playing. If it is Tuesday, they're not. That's it. So that's why we do this every Tuesday on Nuanas Now. Stay tuned. 888-1029. You're going to want to remember that number. 888-1029. Got some tickets for you uh, for the upcoming games because the Paddleheads do have six in a row. But before we get to that, on the Northwest Motorsport um, note, Jeff, their spokesman for years and years and years has been the one and only Jay the Bone Buner. And uh, I was feeling really cool because Jay Buner cut us a liner for Nuanas Now. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, the eight-year-old version of me would just think that was the coolest thing in the world. Were you a Buner guy when you were little? I guess you're a Cali guy, so you're probably monitoring the Mariners, but not nearly as inundated with the Mariners as us here in Western Montana. Yeah, no, I, I grew up in Northern California, and I grew up watching the San Francisco Giants, and they have, I think, one of the best radio crews in baseball. They've got John Miller, their main play-by-play guy on the radio, who was on Sunday Night Baseball for a long time. Dave Fleming, who does a lot of stuff with ESPN. And then also Dwayne Kuyper and Mike Kruko. All you EA Sports baseball video game nuts may remember Mike Kruko and Dwayne Kuyper. They were on MVP Baseball back in the day. Oh, man. I spent so much of my time playing that game. An inordinate amount of time playing MVP baseball, certainly. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I had, you know, like, you know, the dynasty or whatever. Oh, yeah. The team was going, like, 162-0, and 0, you know. 
<laughs> you got to turn the AI up, man. It, it, it is super. Those games were so fun, though. Uh, and honestly, I'm not condoning your kids playing a bunch of video games, but I do think a little bit of video games, especially sports video games, are they're good because they're stimulating, but they also teach you so much about sports, man. Like my my baseball statistical mind was honed by, and you're the same way. You, I mean, you know all the stats more better than anybody. But you have to admit, like probably playing video games helped that portion of your brain, right? Oh yeah, a little bit, and and you just kind of learn a few of the little nuances of the game, like especially kind of getting in more in depth, like how the games have gotten now, like the show where you're you're not just like lining up and playing, you're you know, setting up your defense, you're making moves with the front office, so to speak, you know, even building ballparks, you know, making these crazy yeah. utopian ballparks. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Super fun time. Jeff Safford, Missoula Paddleheads, joining us here on Nuanas now. Paddleheads back in town. What'd you think of this most recent road trip? Because the Paddleheads um, entered the road trip basically the best team in the entire Pioneer League, but then they went on on to face the other best team, the best team from the South in the Ogden Raptors, took care of business against Ogden, but it seems like as of now, the uh, the nemesis, the arch rival of the Paddleheads is, is the Idaho Falls Checkers. That's the only team that's really been able to get to the Paddleheads so far this year with any sort of consistency. We're back in town starting tomorrow uh, with the Ogden Raptors again, but you got to see some teams and some towns that you hadn't seen before, so what did you think of this uh, recent road trip? Well, being in Ogden for the first time, that was that was a fun trip. Um, it's it's a long ride, but it's an easy one. You're just kind of basically on Interstate 15 for about four hours once you get off 90. But uh, but it's a really cool ballpark, and Lindquist Field is is right built in the middle of downtown Ogden, and the backdrop of the ballpark is just spectacular. You're just looking at these kind of the Rocky Mountains, and you got a Mormon Temple in the background. It kind of um, Matt Ellis kind of kind of equated it to um, Petco Park in mm-hmm. right field to have this kind of like industrial like look in the background. It, mm-hmm. It's just a really cool backdrop and and the like the hotel was right right next door so it's a real kind of chill like the guys were riding those little kind of Segway scooters around all over town like just scooting around you know you'd be working out in the gym and all of a sudden here goes Mark Simon whoosh going by <laughs> you know but um, so that was a lot of fun and and really they played outstanding in that series and really from the very start missoula had control ogden didn't have a lead in that series at any point until i think the sixth inning in game three right and, and the raptors ended up winning it was a really close down to the wire it was a walk-off wild pitch in the bottom of the ninth inning that ended up winning it for ogden and there was some crazy plays that happened before that and i was just thinking about it like man if this is how these two teams are going to be now. What's it going to be like when they come up here for six in a row at Allegiance Field at Orgrin Park? It's going to be a lot of fun for the fans and should be a really fun series. And and on the Chuckers, mentioned it before, that offense is just lethal. It's one of those offenses, once it gets rolling, yep. it is hard to stop. It's and, true. And Domingo Pena, I mean, he's pitched... He pitched last night for Missoula and didn't make it through the third inning. And he had been as good as any starter in the league, where he was 4-0 in his last four starts, had won every, Missoula had won every game that he had started, but just ran into that offensive buzzsaw that's just killed just about everybody. And you look at that order, they're first in just about every offensive category on base percentage, average, near the top in home runs, doubles. I mean, I mentioned it to you before he went on, Matt Feinstein, has more triples himself than the whole Paddleheads roster. 
that just kind of gives you an idea of how productive that team has been. The one, I guess I've seen two teams in the Pioneer League other than the Paddleheads so far this year, the Billings Mustangs, and then I had the pleasure of calling a doubleheader with Jeff uh, during a simulcast here on ESPN Missoula as well as SWX Montana Television, which is what you are presumably listening on unless you're on the YouTube or the streaming or whatever you might be listening on. But uh, Idaho Falls, they do, they, they're sort of a throwback baseball team in the fact that they have so many guys that can hit and run. Not a lot of strikeouts. They do have a little bit of power. I know they have the best, the, the top home run leader, but they just have so many guys that can run. And that's why they can put so many runs on you because they just get on base and stay on base and they just keep on rolling. So for anybody that's interested uh, in the Pioneer League, they will be a fun ticket uh, when they do return to Missoula. But as Jeff mentioned, the Ogden Rappers, Jeff Safford, by the way, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads in studio with us uh, here on Nuanas now. Ogden Raptors in Missoula for six in a row. And we got tickets for you. Here's what we're going to do. First and foremost, we're going to give you the user's choice. So 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. First caller, all you got to do is tell Tommy if you want to go to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Monday's games. That's who we got tickets for. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Monday. We'll give you the choice. I got four pack of tickets to all four of those games. So give us a call right now, 888-1029. And this first caller, let Tommy know. You want to go Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Monday. The big news, other than the results of this recent road trip and the fact that the top team from the South is coming here to Missoula, is that now the Paddleheads can have full capacity. So this will be fun. You haven't got to see a game where they – I know they've had some good crowds. At opening night, there was like 2,000 people there. But now they can have full crowds. And I think the fact that this team is playing so well, there's going to be some good attendance here this upcoming week. And it's supposed to be hot, so people are going to want to be outside. Uh, so very exciting, though, news that Missoula Paddleheads get to go back to full capacity. This will be the first full-capacity sporting event we've had in Montana in years, honestly. So this will be – it's very exciting on a multiple levels. Absolutely, and I think everybody in the front office is really excited just to be able to get back to some form of normalcy. I mean, I understand that we've had folks in the ballpark, but just having that 50% capacity thing looming over the park, it didn't make it a negative thing, but it was just, it was it was there, and you couldn't, it was almost kind of like the elephant in the room, so to speak. But, um, but now that we can go back to full capacity, I mean, the crowds that have come out to Allegiance Field at Orgren Park have been fantastic. I'm really excited to see what a packed house is like. I mean, the peanut hitting, I don't even know. It's. I feel like <laughs> I think teams are going to get rattled. That's what I think. It'll be very fun to watch. Give us a call right now, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. I got four tickets each to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday. If you call, you can pick which night you want to go. I got four packs to all four of those nights, so please give us a call right now, 888-1029. Jeff Safford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, joining me, Coulter Nuanas, in studio. It's Northwest Motorsports Studio here at ESPN Missoula. All right, Jeff, last question for you, then let's get a preview of the Ogden Raptors because you did see them for three games. It's a vast dynamic. I can't really remember any baseball team that I've directly, uh, quote-unquote, covered or, or commentated about that played the exact same opponent nine times in 12 games. These two teams are going to know each other pretty darn well by the end of the weekend. But Ogden, a very talented squad. Always, Ogden's always been very good since they joined the Pioneer League. So just give us the overall scout of this uh, matchup between Missoula and the Raptors. Well, the Raptors really are kind of a similar beast to what the Chuckers are. The Ogden, Missoula, and and Idaho Falls have been kind of kind of bouncing around the top of the league, so to speak, with all those offensive statistics. One day, Missoula will be first in doubles. The next, Idaho Falls will be first, you know, or Missoula will be first in home runs. Or the next day, Ogden's first. So those three teams have kind of 
separated themselves. Um, overall, offense one through nine, a very talented group of guys. Um, Jacob Goldfarb is a very unique guy because he hits nearer at the top of the order, but he's also the Pioneer League leader in home runs with nine. I think that's kind of a unique thing. And in their bullpen, didn't really get a chance to see them in many significant spots because Missoula in the first two games of the series kind of got out to big leads in the early innings, but saw some guys down in their bullpen that looked pretty fantastic. And uh, Missoula, they're just going to have to shake off these couple of losses. Um, we had the that kind of snafu with the knockout game on Sunday. Thought uh, Zach Almond was uh, hit illegally. It was, and they had they had to redo the the knockout game yesterday. I think that kind of really put kind of a black cloud over that game yesterday because Missoula walked away from the ballpark on Sunday thinking that they had a win and that they were in more of a comfortable spot in the Northern Division. But then all of a sudden, the Chuckers come back the next day, get the knockout come back to three games, they lose on Monday, and now the lead in the North is down to two. So it's a little bit more of an interesting spot for them because the Paddleheads have had kind of a comfortable lead in the Northern Division over the first half, but now the Chuckers are right there. So how do they respond? If you can't make it to the game, tune in to 1029 ESPN Missoula. Jeff Safford will be on the call. First pitch tomorrow night against the Ogden Raptors, 7.05 p.m. So we'll be breaking in for the pregame about 6.45. So be sure to tune in to 102.9 ESPN Missoula. This guy's doing an outstanding job. Fun to listen to his calls. He's got awesome pace. He's an excellent radio broadcaster, especially when it comes to baseball. So please be sure to listen in. I promise you, you'll enjoy yourself. If you want to go to the game, though, give us a call. 406-888-1029. I got tickets, four packs of tickets, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday. I got a whole stack of them here. I'll let you pick the day. You just got to be the first to call. So give us a call right now here on Nuanas Now. Jeff, thanks so much for swinging by, man. Keep up the great work, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, sounds good. And um, just FYI, you can play the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix on my broadcast. Either one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nuanas Now, Treasure State Stars Plus. We got sandwiches for you. Tagliari Deli free. Coming at you hot. Nuana is now. Keep it right here. 1029 ESPN Missoula. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Welcome back to Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here on your Tuesday. Nuanez Now, proud to be broadcasting live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Trucks, trucks, and more trucks. Largest inventory in the Pacific Northwest. Visit nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Dot com. Time now for our Treasure State Stars. It's brought to us by Parkside Credit Union. Check out Parkside Credit Union's online financial education platform. Stay safe and get smart about savings 
and making money at Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, also the best place to get a loan in all of Western Montana because they love to say yes. Treasure State Stars highlights some of the best athletes with Montana roots and or from Montana and or that compete at Montana schools. That's exactly what we got today. We're going to keep this fully simple. If you've been paying attention to this show or you've been paying attention to sports at large, it is an Olympic year. It was supposed to happen last year. It is happening this year. United States Olympic trials in a variety of summer sports are taking place right now. And the track and field trials in Eugene, Oregon has featured a variety of Montanans who we will highlight all of right about now. Number one, Sammy Evans. She was kind enough to join us on our show yesterday. What a great story. A former University of Montana long jumper and triple jumper. She hails from Haver, Montana. She won the Big Sky Conference Championship a handful of years ago. She has then pursued her Olympic dreams on an independent level. She's not been a professional. She's not been sponsored. She's also not been with a collegiate program. So she's been training and doing this all on her own. She said that she wanted to make a run at one last Olympics before she hung up her, uh, I guess, spikes, as it were, and she did it. She made it to the trials this year. She took 19th uh, in the triple jump, went out with a personal best jump, and uh, then decided to retire. But it was awesome to see Sammy and hear from her yesterday. So uh, go ahead and give that a listen on the podcast if you can uh, from yesterday. Uh, it was a great interview, and, and what an inspiring story. Treasure State star number two, Duncan Hamilton. What a stud. This guy is amazing. He keeps breaking the Montana State school record in the steeplechase. He sprinted his way to the steeplechase victory at the Big Sky Outdoors and uh, then about 22 minutes later qualified for the finals in the 1,500 meters. One of the great turnarounds I've seen in my 10 years covering that meet. Well, then he he went to West Regionals, the NCAA West Regional, qualified for Nationals. Then at Nationals, he went from dead last to fifth to earn first-team All-American honors, only the third Bobcat ever to earn first-team All-American honors. Now he's back in Eugene at the United States Olympic Trials, and last night he ran 8 minutes and 25.7 seconds in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. That shatters his own Montana State school record by six full seconds, and was also good enough for a seventh-place finish, which means he is into the finals. So this young man from Bozeman, Montana, he is one step away from Tokyo, and we wish him the best of luck. Treasure State star number three, Daniel Aragon. If it was her last race, congratulations to her on a phenomenal career. She might want to go the route of her older sister, Christina Aragon, and become a professional distance runner because uh, she's got the talent for sure. But Aragon was an outstanding and record-setting performer at Billings Senior. She's been running at Stanford for the last five years, and she took eighth in the women's 1,500 meters uh, in her what could be her final race. I'm not going to speculate or anything like that because she might make a run at pro, but it might be her last Olympic trials. I don't know. But regardless, if it's the end, one of the great careers in distance running history in track and field for a women's runner in Montana. And maybe she continues on climbing. We'll see. But uh, a great result for her. Grace Murphy, who's a Bozeman native and from the University of Utah. That's our Treasure State Star number 4, presented by Parkside Credit Union. She... uh, Qualified for the women's steeplechase, the women's 3,000 meter steeplechase, excuse me, uh, final on Friday night. So she will partake in that. So she herself, just like Duncan Hamilton, one step away from the United States Olympic team. Treasure State star number five, Catherine Burkoff. Catherine Burkoff was right there. She finished fourth in the women's 100 meter backstroke, just a couple tenths of a second behind the winning pace. And so she uh, outside it, but she is an alternate, only top two in swimming, advance to the team, uh, advance to the United States team and go, and go to the Olympics. So she was knocking on the door. Her time was fourth in the finals, 
but the sixth fastest time in American history. So that is an, it's, in itself is amazing. She's a Missoula Hellgate alum and currently a swimmer at North Carolina State. And so she's only 19 years old. She has an opportunity then to continue to keep getting better. So we'll see if she continues uh, chasing her Olympic dreams. This is a female heavy Treasure State Stars, and that's because there's so many great female athletes in the track and field world and also the swimming world. There's also some phenomenal athletes in the rodeo world from Montana, both men and women. But the women at Montana State, a historic accomplishment over the last week at the College National Finals Rodeo. They took home their first national championship since 2011 and their third in program history. Taylor Moyakins, who's a freshman from Three Forks, she won the first ever individual barrel racing title in the history of Montana State, a national champion as a freshman from Three Forks. That in itself is just truly amazing. Uh, she was under 14 seconds in the barrel race, which is, that's a pro time. I mean, she could make money doing that. She could absolutely compete on the professional circuit. And so uh, congratulations to Taylor Moyakins as well as the Montana State women's rodeo team. Treasure State Stars each Tuesday highlighting the best and the brightest, the best amateur athletes from around the great state of Montana is presented in part by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union has so many perks, all types of mortgages, great rates on auto and recreational vehicle loans, low rate, no credit card fees. Say yes to saving as Parkside Credit Union today. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. I know I promised you sandwiches. We're going to do that right on the other side. We're also going to continue to share our um, commentary from our recent awards here at Missoula Broadcasting as well as ESPN Missoula. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, 102.9 FM, as well as SWX Montana Television. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.